Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. It's just Styles today. One more hour. It's been a fun show. It's been a fun show. Thank you for everybody who's been a part of it so far. Still got an hour with you. Still got the dog segment at 1.30, so you're not going to want to miss that. And again, it's just me and Simone today. So if you want to call in to be a part of your dog segment and tell us who you think the dog is going to be, please call in. Please send us a text. Please join the SAC chat. And the SAC chat is growing day by day. I want to give a shout out to the YouTube chat. We have named the SAC chat. That was last week. So shout out to the SAC chat and continuing to keep this thing rolling as we keep this thing rolling with Jeff Young, editor at Around the Foghorn, who Jeff if you, ha- if you do not follow Jeff on social media, specifically Twitter, you have to if you are a Giants fan. He always has great stuff. Jeff, how are you doing, my friend? Thank you for joining us on the show. Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing today? You know, Jeff, I've, I've been better. My Saturday was off to a great start, went to a Santa parade, and then I saw something on my phone. Shohei Otani is going to... The Dodgers, $700 million over the next 10 years, and the NL West continues to get stronger. What were your initial thoughts when you saw Shohei? Were you surprised? Uh, no, not, not necessarily. I mean, him going to the Dodgers was something that the Dodgers prepared for well before this season. I mean, it was an open secret that that was where he wanted to land, and, of course, the, the Dodgers put it out of the deal for 10 years and $700 million, which I, I don't know what what would be your first purchase when you make something like that but um yeah it's uh it, it wasn't necessarily a surprise i think it was always going to be the dodgers all along although the the blue jays would have been a nice fit i know they were in a mix as well jeff real quick if shohei doesn't have that injury what are we talking about in terms of a contract do you think he lost anything from the injury could we could we have seen 800 million if he wasn't injured or do you think he just didn't lose that much value or perceived value, even though he had the the arm injury and can't even pitch this next upcoming season? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the belief is that he didn't really lose a ton of money in free agency. I mean, seven hundred million. How much more can you realistically right. go with a pitcher with a with a with a player? Um, there's got to be concern down the road as to how long he'll be able to pitch. Um, you know, pitchers coming back from two Tommy John surgeries, the the life, the career span at that point is pretty short. So I think the the Dodgers are realistic that he's probably going to be a DH only uh, by the end of this contract. But this is a contract that's going to generate plenty of plenty of cash flow for the Dodgers. I mean, it's it's something that's pro- it's not going to necessarily sell itself. But you know, the Dodgers are going to make a lot of money in terms of uh, marketing revenue, TV revenue, all of that uh, because of Otani. Talking to Jeff Young, editor at Around the Foghorn. And Jeff, you know, I've seen some different takes on this. And personally, this this doesn't hurt as much as Aaron Judge, even though once it all got revealed, Aaron Judge didn't even hurt that much once we knew that the Giants didn't really have a shot. And what I'm seeing here, and it's a bit contradicting in terms of different Giants media members, just Giants fans, is where Farhan fits on this and the blame that Farhan should get. What is your take on where Farhan's anxiety 
falls in this particular situation when we have Buster only and different guys coming out saying that the Giants weren't even a finalist. What are your thoughts on Farhan and the missing, if you can even call it that, on Shohei Otani? Yeah, I mean, they weren't truly players. Uh, they were in the mix because of the, the spending ability of their big market team. I, I think where the, you know, the accountability lies as far as anxiety is the fact that, you know, he's he's put together this roster. This roster is his, you know, iteration at this point. He's been in charge for five years. So it's not necessarily that the Giants lost out on Otani this offseason, but just the, the decisions that they've made in the past five years that have led up to this point to get a roster that's, that's really outside of Logan Webb is is really kind of um, stale, for lack of a better phrase. I, I think there's accountability there that lies in far anxiety in the front office in that, in that regard. Um, it, it was always going to be tough for the Giants to compete with with the Dodgers because the Dodgers just offer so many, not, not just the financial component, but the non-financial, such as the ability to compete on an annual basis that they've, that they've proven uh, year after year. The Giants, you know, when you look at it, it's crazy when you you think that um, they've only had one winning season since 2017. I mean, um, it, it's hard to sell free agents on the ability to compete when they haven't competed themselves. So I, I think if you look at this current iteration of the roster and the fact that it hasn't competed, um, I, I think there is some blame to be assessed to somebody like Zaidi because he's put this roster together. Um, you know, whether whether the ownership group was willing to go to $700 million to compete with the Dodgers – I don't know if we'll ever get the full story on that. So, I mean, they're they're probably accountable for this as well. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, it was, it was always going to be the Dodgers. Yeah, and that's the whole thing, right? You can blame Farhan for being in the position, but I'm not blaming him for – I'm blaming him because they weren't a thought based on what the Giants have been doing, right? I mean, if you're selling – if you are trying to sell Shohei, what was even the pitch? What was the pitch to Shohei if you are the Giants, right? I mean, Patrick Bailey looks kind of good, and you can pitch alongside Logan Webb. And I'm not even trying to be funny here. I just I don't really know w- what you're trying to sell him on. I know that he wanted to stay on the West Coast. The only thing I thought that the Giants could possibly do is if they made the playoffs and maybe made some noise you could sell Shohei on being the missing piece. But when you miss the playoffs, Shohei just left the team with a guy who's much better than anybody else on the Giants, and they couldn't make the playoffs in a lesser division. So why would he sign up to do that all over again? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I think the Giants or any team not named the Dodgers or even the Blue Jays, I think they'd have to sell him on the fact that he's he is the missing piece, that he's either going to be what brings them into contention or he's going to be the start of, you know, turning the organization around. I mean, you know, when, when some of these players like Bryce Harper signs with the Phillies, Manny Machado signs with the Padres, it's not like those teams were good at the time of the signing. So I, I think the Giants, you know, specifically would have had to sell, you know, Otani on like, hey, we're going to start something. If, if, you st- if you sign here, we're going to try and take down the Dodgers. But – you know, it's just, it's so hard. I mean, Otani and his camp were pretty clear and pretty consistent that he wanted to play for a competitor, and, and few teams can offer that quality uh, more than the Dodgers. So, um, yeah, it's it, it, it would have been a tough sales pitch, and I think it was always going to be a tough sales pitch for Farnsidey and ownership group. So that that's just kind of where, where they're at right now. 
Talking to Jeff Young, editor at Around the Foghorn. All right, Jeff, let's start to get a little bit optimistic here. What's next for the Giants? Yeah, uh, so, I mean, they, they did meet with uh, the uh, NPB uh, star pitcher, Yoshinobu uh, Yamamoto, yesterday. So, they're they're clearly in the mix. He's somebody that they scouted heavily even before he was posted. Um, you know, they, there was a belief at one point this offseason that they were at least favorites or one of the top teams to land somebody like that. I, I think the Giants have to be realistic about how they can improve this roster in 2024. And it's got to be through the starting rotation. That's where they can build a competitive advantage. Um, because if you look at the rotations around the National League, I mean, that some of the better teams in baseball, like or some of the better teams in the National League, like the Braves, kind of have a rotation in the middle of the pack. You look at the, the Dodgers, they have more questions than answers in their rotation. So I think the Giants have to realize how they uh, create an advantage is through the starting rotation. And that's going to, you know, be supplementing it through free agency, whether it be Yamamoto or a guy like Blake Snell. Uh, they, they really need to add, at least in my opinion, two quality arms. So, I, I mean, I, I think that's that's just going to have to be how they uh, try and compete in 2024. It's just pitching a defense. It sounds kind of old school, but that that's really where the Giants have to be at because they're not going to find, you know, there's no other Shoei Otani in free agency. There's guys like Matt Chapman and Cody Bellinger, who would be good, you know, solid fits for the Giants, but they have their own, uh, they have they have their own question marks as well. So I, I think that through the starting rotation is is really where the Giants need to pivot going forward. So Jeff, you don't want to see the Giants, I, obviously not overpay, but would you want to add a Matt Chapman or Cody Bellinger, or do you just want to get pitching and and see what the Giants have with their current lineup? Yeah, I mean, you know. Matt Chapman's going to be connected to the Giants before he, well, until he signs, whether that is with the Giants or whether that's with another team. Um, you know, I, I think he would help improve the infield defense. Uh, the infield defense wasn't necessarily an issue last year, but it's one area that, you know, if, if you're going to try and build a solid rotation, you know, one way to support that is by putting on a good defensive team and realizing that a guy like Matt Chapman may not be, you know, an offensive force. He might be somebody who, you know, bats a little lower in the lineup, or he could be in the middle middle of the lineup for a team like the Giants. But really, his value is going to come from his defense. And, you know, he's been an excellent defender throughout his career. He's a four-time gold glove winner. They're probably going to have to pay a lot of money, overpay um, even, to get a guy like him. But there's plenty of connections there. So it, it wouldn't be a bad fit. It wouldn't be a perfect fit. But I think you have to realize that, you know, the, the bat has been declining for years, and that's probably something that's, that might continue to happen, but you know, he offers excellent defense currently and uh third base defense tends to age pretty well. He offers occasional power. Um, you know, and th- those are probably things that will continue to be strengths for him, even as his uh, next contract uh, uh, goes, goes through. Jeff young, Jeff, thank you so much for joining, man. We will talk to you soon. Yeah. Thanks for having me guys. My pleasure. Always happy to chat giants baseball. There you go. That is Jeff Young, editor at Around the Foghorn. Again, follow him on Twitter. Follow him on X. Always has crazy sets when it comes to Giants baseball. And hopefully we won't have to dig that deep this upcoming season because the Giants will just have some of the old school stats that we remember like home runs maybe and RBIs and we don't have to go into all these different acronyms. So hopefully that works out for the Giants. And I do hope that they get somebody, whether it's Yamamoto or Blake Snell, you got to add to that pitching staff. And I would like a big bat too. I know Chapman 
maybe looking more like a flash in the pan in terms of the bat. But maybe you just need to change the scenery. And look, a lot of people talk about the Giants and that ballpark. And even though they've changed the dimensions over the last couple of years and how hitters don't like going there. But maybe you get a guy who isn't trying to do too much and it could revive them, right? Doubles are okay, too. We're all good with doubles, even though everybody likes a home run. All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, continuing to talk Giants and Kings, Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. 1140. Styles and Watkins taking up to 2 p.m. Thank you again to Jeff Young for joining us, editor at Around the Foghorn, to talk some Giants. You have Yamamoto, you have Blake Snell, you have Cody Bellinger, you have Matt Chapman. Those are the main names that we've been hearing. And again, I don't want to overpay, but it's also not my money. And if you're going to overpay, you get Cody Bellinger, who really had a reclamation situation in Chicago and has played well after having some injuries and the Dodgers moving off of him. So you get Cody Bellinger with a little bit of revenge on his mind, with a chip on his shoulder, face those Dodgers very often. I think that matters. I think that could be good. So I would do it. I would probably do Cody because you can still put, you can put him at first base too. So I'd probably go Cody over Matt Chapman, but I, I'm I'm a narrative guy and I like storylines. So that's that's really the the main reason I would go in that direction. So we'll see what happens with the Giants. Bob Melvin, the Giants manager, went on, and this is before this is before Otani signed, but he went on to say basically. San Francisco is a star power town, and he says that Farhan understands that. You know, hopefully something breaks here at some point in time because I think there are a couple of guys at the top of the market that are probably holding up a lot of the signings because when you sign somebody for that much money, you have to know how you can deploy it later. So I think a lot of the teams right now are kind of trying to assess this right now. But look, you know, San Francisco's always been a star power town. When I grew up watching Willie Mays, right, and then the Barry Bonds and the Buster Posey's and... You know, it's a town that, that, you know, Steph Curry, you know, Steve Kerr over there, Joe Montana was growing. It is a star power town. So I think Farhan understands that we need a little bit more of that. Hopefully we end up with one of these guys at the top of the market for a long period of time that, that resonates in San Francisco because they're, they're yearning for it. Well, thank you, Bob Melvin. You did not end up getting Otani. So we'll see what happens with Yamamoto. I know that Giants, as Jeff Young said, Giants are meeting with Yamamoto's people. We'll see how that goes, right? Blake Snell available. He's down there in San Diego, Cody Bellinger. So all familiar names, familiar faces as we see what unfolds with the with the Giants. Wanted to get into a conversation about Harrison Barnes as it has I don't know if broken is the right term, but Shams wrote a piece earlier today saying that the Kings or naming the Kings as one of the teams that are expected to pursue Pascal Siakam and OG Ananobi, as well as the Hawks and the Indiana Pacers. And speaking of the 209, if you want to be a part of the conversation, 916-339-1140. If you want to be a part of the conversation, the 209 says if they let go or if you move Keegan now, we'll be complaining 18 months from now like Halliburton. I think that's a good point. I think that's something that actually 
could be a thing, right? And you, if you're the Kings, you can't necessarily be in that situation again, right? Now, I, I think that one would probably argue, I don't know, I think it's close, but I think one would probably argue Halliburton had maybe shown a little bit more than Keegan when they decided to move him, right? So I think I think it's going to I think it's going to come down to the wire, but I also just don't think that you can get this deal done without Keegan Murray. I don't think it happens. What do you think, Simone? I'm with you. Sorry. There you go. Simone's doing a lot. Simone, the, the phone lines are blowing up. Simone is doing a great job. She has been, and I was just throwing to her. And by the way, Simone is already somebody's dog of the day. That's coming up at 1.30 to get your dogs in as well. And we're going to talk a little bit of high school football with some teams in the area that were able to get it done. And one team near and dear to my heart that was not able to get it done. Talking Kings, are we being too hard on Harrison Barnes? Now, Harrison Barnes, if you really do think about him, as a fifth option, right? If you think about Harrison Barnes as a fifth option and what he brings to the table, somebody brought up what his stats were with the Warriors, right? They were actually pretty similar. So if you think about Harrison Barnes, I think in our minds we think of him as as the fourth option, but if you go around that, if you go around that starting five, he's really more like the fifth. So are we being a little bit too hard on him? 916-339-1140. Let's get out to Luce, who wants to be a part of the conversation. What's up, Luce? You're on Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Now, you know you don't call me Luce. Mom. <laughs> Mom. Is that? <laughs> yes, it's me. It's me. It's tu madre. It's tu madre. I'm just calling to say you're doing a great job. Oh, thank I'm you. Proud of you. There was a question last week about the whole Mother's Day thing. Yes, I celebrate both. You know, I'm an immigrant, you know, got roots where I got my roots, but Mm -hmm. I live here now. So, of course, I get both, you know, so why not? Best of both worlds. And then I've been listening the whole time. And don't say, here's the thing. Here's the thing. As far as leaving reviews, claro que sí. Claro que sí, of course. Because I come from a world where it's all about best practices. You know, like I've always told you, if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you have to make a stand and they need to know you're not here to degrade or whatever. You're actually trying to help them. And like you said, Mijo, hard earned money. We immigrants, we know what it means to have hard earned money and we don't just throw our money anywhere. So anyway, that's it. I've said what I had to say. Okay, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk soon. She's gone. There you go. Siles and Watkins again. <laughs> again. Chris Watkins missing a heck of a show going on with my mother calling in to support. Now you know where I get it from, right? If the, 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 to the initial 916. Now you know where I get it from. It's not about. It's not about anybody losing their job or anything like that, but you spend your hard-earned money, you want to make sure that you're in a good situation. Simone is just cracking up. At I'm dying. We were speaking Spanish, too. Oh, it's nice. That oh was really gosh. nice. Are you fluent? What a treat. No, no, no. You know enough. I know enough. I can get by. Wow. What a treat. What a day. What a day. <laughs> no, seriously. What a Mijo. day. 
She was ready to go. She was not shy, by the way. She was ready to go. And and just, just to take it back to it right now, here you go. 76%. 76%. We're at 50 votes right now on the YouTube chat. The SAC chat, I should say. Do you look at reviews before going to a restaurant? 76% said yes. 24% like Simone says, no, I love the surprise. Yeah. it's. It, there's been a lot of great points. I've been reading the YouTube comments too. And, you know, we live in a world where we are dependent on reviews. So I'm trying not to be contradictory and mm-hmm. bad. I'm just saying I'm just not compelled to leave a bad – It's typically bad reviews that get up there. I'm not compelled to leave a bad review, even if I had a bad experience. I don't know. I think that it just really skews the statistics of whatever product or service. Well, you know what? I already convinced you. I already convinced you (laughs) on the, on the audio book. Yes. So I'm telling you, you're a flip flopper. Yeah. I'm getting there. No, I can be persuaded. I'm not, I'm not just going to be, you know, rooted in something to no end i will hear, hear both different sides. opinions you'll hear yes. both sides from the nine to five mama loose for the win call of the day that Absolutely is from tyler call of the day that is definitely the call of the day and we have i guess the audio of the day because if everybody remembers steve kerr had some things to say when the sun's played the Warriors in Phoenix. And Steve Kerr had a sound. Or Simone, we can play the initial yeah, sound Yeah, let's first. play the raw the yeah. raw footage first of just Steve Kerr, so, and then right. we'll play that second sound. So Steve sound. Kerr was complaining about, Steve Kerr was complaining about how he couldn't hear anything, and the Suns, they, they had some fun with it. You feel it. It's the communication. It's it's playing with force. It's playing downhill. It's playing with great communication. You can hear everybody, you know, um, talking defensively. Although in this building you can't hear anything because it's like a club. It's like a it's like a South Beach club out there. What are we doing? I'm being dead serious. Like I couldn't hear anything out there. It's just the whole whole game. It's just it's thumping techno club music can we just have a basketball game anymore what the hell so, <laughs> so are we ready for the remix now yeah, so <laughs> let's the, get the remix so, so the sun's dj took that sound piece when they were playing or they were were they playing the warriors no they just took it i think he just they took just it. took it yeah. yeah it might have been against the kings honestly because the kings it was. were just there it was it against was. the kings yeah so with, without further ado you know what in this building, you can't hear anything because it's like a club. It's like a, it's like a South Beach club. It's just it's thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. That's just outstanding. So iconic. So good. So good. Now, the question is, we've been talking a lot about how people feel. And obviously, Russell Westbrook is a guy. You can't call him Westbrook. Do you think that Steve Kerr would find this funny? Because I believe they go, the Warriors go to Phoenix tomorrow. He's definitely going to get a question. Yes, you must play it. You have to play it. You got to stand on business. So that is that is great stuff. I would imagine that Steve Kerr would 
find some comedy. He might be laughing more if the Warriors were winning. But either way, it's hilarious. All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, are there rules on who can talk trash and who can't? We'll talk about it from a long snapper's point of view. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. Just Styles today as Watkins is enjoying a day off. He will be back tomorrow. A lot to fill him in on. Yeah, tomorrow. yeah. A lot to fill him in on from Yelp reviews, yep. from being shamed to being outed as a mama's boy with my mom <laughs> calling in. No one said you're a mama's boy. That was a lovely call. One of my favorite I've ever heard on the station. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. As Simone was, I think it was the 714's dog of the day. We're going to get into the dog segment quickly here. 916-339-1140. Let's get out to 10. Who wants to be part of the conversation? What's up, Tim? You are on Styles and Watkins. Hey, Styles. I uh, hope Watkins is having fun. Thanks, Simone. Hey, I want to throw out some uh, cool 49er uh, notable players recently. Uh, Frank Gore, Patrick Willis. You know, these are guys that um, were really big when I started getting into football around, like, 2007. I know you mentioned the great, you know, Jeff Garcia, Colin Kaepernick. Joe Montana earlier, so yeah, that really got me going. Um, grew up in Sacramento, so all I saw was the red and gold, um, and really, I have nothing to talk about. Just want to throw those names out there, man. Enjoy you guys Monday, man. No, thanks for the call, Tin. Yeah, and the question is, will Brock Purdy be put in that category? Now, I know it has to happen throughout a long period of time, but also, does it? Does it really? I mean. Brock Purdy at this point will already have, I think, an era. If Brock Purdy, for whatever reason, stopped playing right now, I still think that the conversation about Brock Purdy, you would say, remember the Brock Purdy era and how good everything looked? Now, I think that the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl, okay? And that's because of a lot of reasons. Number one is how good that roster is and They've looked the best, right? This whole idea of, oh, well, if the Eagles can make it ugly, can the Niners? Well, what if they can't? And that's what we saw in Philly. They couldn't make it ugly, and they couldn't make it ugly against the Cowboys. Now you have the Cowboys. This is the Cowboys' first good win on this stretch that they've been on with Dak. But we've already seen them. We have already seen them get blasted by the Niners. So I'm just not convinced by the Cowboys, and the AFC is just a mess. You got... Patrick Mahomes, who basically drove two hours of our show today because he drove us down the the Google Reviews road, right, and Yelp, the Yelpers. And don't – look, I got – what are we doing? We got to confirm, Simone, because I I don't know that we'll do crosstalk. So I'll have to ask Whitey and Draper tomorrow about whether they Yelp or not. What are our our guesses? My guess is that neither of them leave reviews. And if one of them (sighs) does, it's Draper. Really? I was going to go with Whitey on that one. I don't one. think Whitey leaves reviews. Very sweet reviews. Like, he's not tearing anyone down or getting anyone's jobs No, <laughs> Whitey. No. Whitey, actually, people are getting on people for 
only leaving negative reviews. <laughs> Why do you only leave positive reviews? Yes, exactly. Only positive reviews. But so, I feel like they're both researching. I get a very like research heavy, and they are going in with a game plan, right? With wherever they're going. So Whitey just came back from Japan. Yeah. So Simone goes to Japan, and you just close your eyes and pick a hotel, <laughs> pick it, pick a flight. And just go to random restaurants. That's what no, you do? I mean, there is word of mouth. I would definitely go off of referrals, firstly. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm not going to not go to a delicious ramen spot that people have been telling me about because there's five whack reviews saying it didn't come out piping, piping hot. No, no, Ooh, no. Oh, you didn't like that? No, 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 no. That's not what we're doing. That's We are not, we as a Yelper Google review community, we are not that fickle. All right. Word of mouth always trumps, always trumps Google reviews. Let me let me get that straight right now. Okay. And I already went to, I went to, I've been doing the Alan Asks thing on social media. And I got, you know, a barbecue spot off Alan Asks and it was banging. So I'll always take word of mouth. Okay. Okay. I just, I just had to say that. And we have also heard from word of mouth that somebody on the Niners, I'm curious how you feel about this, 916-339-1140. I know everything is good in Ninerville, and I get it. When you are at the top, you feel good. But you have DK Metcalf, who, when he scored in Dallas, right, and I, I people are saying that he's been doing it all season. I know I, it blew up when he did it in Dallas, and he said, stand on business in sign language. And everybody thought that was really cool. So now, out of nowhere, Tabor Pepper, who, I'm going to be honest with you, the only time I see that man's name is on Twitter. I never hear his name. He's a long snapper for the Niners. I never hear his name when I'm watching a game. Nothing. Nothing. I looked up. I tried to see, okay, is he maybe just a really good long snap? I can't even find any of that, right? He's on his maybe third, fourth team, something like that. And Tabor Pepper, I I promise you, I only see him on Twitter. And he sits down in front of his camera, right, in front of his phone, and signs bleep around and find out. And that was directed at DK Metcalf. Niner fan, oh, you got ducked on, DK. Oh, man, you just got told by a long snapper on his phone after the game. That's right, DK. That's right. Really? Really? A long snapper? Really, dude? I mean, I, I get you're in the NFL, so who am I to say who can't talk trash? I don't even, and people were saying he should have done it to his face. When would he even have that opportunity? He's a long snapper. He's not even near D. He's not even near DK. Now, I saw saw he goes 6'4 and a half, right? I don't know how, you know, if he's yoked or not, but DK is a monster, okay? And honestly, DK's temper doesn't seem to be the greatest in the world. I don't know if that's who you want to mess with, but it's all good when you do it after a game. That reminds me, and wow, this is how much I'm missing Chris. This reminds me of Luca when Luca said what he said when – Luca said, everybody tough when they're up. So Tabor Pepper, okay, do it before the game and say, hey, DK, you're going to bleep around and find out. And then you stand on business, Tabor Pepper. Don't do it on your phone, okay, after the game 
and I, I did see some Niner fans, good on them. I did see some Niner fans say, hey, man, that's kind of corny. It's kind of cringe there, Tabor. But I don't know. I don't know. And maybe it's because DK got into it with yeah. the Niner fans or with the Niner team. Maybe that was part of it. But I don't know. I'm it, seeing yeah. on the YouTube, this is unconfirmed. Right. Scooter916 says that DK did some sort of sign language after his touchdown yesterday. So he started this ASL battle. DK did. Yes. Yeah, but DK had been doing it. It wasn't like a specific okay. Niner thing. I see what you're saying. Like, I, I, look, we just talked about Halliburton doing the Dame Time <laughs> celebration, and yeah. I think that was great. But Halliburton did it facing, literally facing the Bucks. Right. Right? right? <laughs> and Halliburton just made a shot. So I, I get that there are, I get that there are, there's just bad blood. It's divisional. I really, sure. I'm, it doesn't bother the bother me that much. But the idea that, ooh, he just dunked on DK. It's a little bit funny to me. Did he really? Did he really? I don't know. It was just it was just kind of random. It's just kind of random. I'm seeing here on the sack chat a lot of people saying that was because let's see Scooter is saying, "Did you see what DK did something towards Ward?" Yeah, after his t- yeah, and Ward wasn't on the field. That's why Tabor did that. I still don't know what that has to do with Tabor though. And I get it. You just stand up for your guys. It's probably it's, it's funny. It's not a big deal. Everybody tough when they're up, even long snappers. So it was funny, but I, I, it was funny. But at the same time, it's just for me, the idea of, ooh, DK just got you got told by a long snapper. All right. <laughs> I guess I guess so. Got to get to a break when we get back. We are going to do our dog segment and also want to give a congrats to some of the high schools in the area that brought home state. You got one job to bring home state. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. Just been Styles today, Styles and Simone, taking you up to 2 p.m. Watkins will be back tomorrow. Been a fun show. Monday fun day, if you will. Yeah. Text line's been going crazy. Sack chat's been going crazy as usual. Call line's been going crazy as well. My mother called in. If Iconic. you missed that, <laughs> go ahead and check that out on YouTube when it drops because it was something else. It was something else. Right here, you have the 510. Simone, get Felicia Styles on. Alan's more famous and talented sister, who is an actress. She is not, okay. She, okay, more talented. All right, come on, 510. That's kind of messed up. She's not more talented. We're different. It's different. We do different things, okay? Also from the 510, long snapper sounds like a dish you would get at Red Lobster and write a a Yelp review. Yum. That might be the one. That might be the text of the day. day? That, That might be the text of the day. There you go. And everybody is curious on the sack chat about whether or not Chris Watkins not only leaves reviews, does he look at reviews? Let's get our bets in now for when we ask Chris tomorrow. I think Chris is on your side. I think Chris is with you and the 23% on YouTube. Yeah. He just goes. Just Word of mouth slash just goes. Um, I want to parlay this. So I want to say he doesn't leave a review Mm -hmm. I think he, no, 
I I need to not complicate this like Chris Watkins would. He's just going to go. He's just going to yeah. go and experience it. Word of mouth. Part of it for me is I like looking at menus. Me so if you Google something, you, you, you see what it is before I even get to click on the menu. So it's just part of it. I'm not, everybody thinks I'm in a dark room. I'm not taking people's reviews. Like, I definitely go research the menu, but I don't look at. You don't care. Yeah, like, I'm not looking up, like, hey, the salmon by this person said it was whack. Like, I'm still ordering it. No, no. I'm still ordering the salmon. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Before we get to the dog segment, want to give a congrats to Folsom High, Woodland Christian, and Calusa for winning their state championship in football, right? That's that's the biggest thing you can do in high school. That is what movies are made of. And even, I sounded like Carl Anthony Towns right there, this is what movies are made of. And even though, right, the the state championship, they didn't have that forever. That's, I don't, it's not incredibly recent because I'm kind of dating myself. But when I got into high school, they, they kind of started bringing it in. So shout out to... Folsom, Woodland Christian, and Calusa for winning their state title. And I do have something that kind of went in a bad direction here. As most of you know, I'm from the Bay Area, and I went to De La Salle, which is the famous high school for winning 151 games straight. De La Salle has been struggling lately. They don't have a problem getting to state. They have a problem winning state as they lose to Mission Viejo, over the weekend, they've now lost. This is a bit ridiculous. It sounds like a LeBron James stat. They've now <laughs> lost six straight state titles, and they are seven and nine all time. They still have the most, right? They still have the most. De La Salle does with seven state titles, but they've been sixteen times, and they've lost the last six times to their counterparts in Southern California. So De La Salle, keep kicking. You'll get it. You'll get it taken care of. But congrats to Folsom, Woodland, Christian, and Calusa for also getting it done. And Grant Union in Sacramento, unable to get the title. But congrats on a great season and even getting to the state championship. All right, let's go with dogs. We got a bonus dog, right? We still got to have three people, so Kyle is going to join us. Have a bonus dog. Simone, you've been on a roll since you are someone's dog for today. Who do you got for your dog? You know, we have a lot of injuries. We got a lot of people out. This was complicated yes. navigating through this. We got Malik Monk. Malik Monk questionable. is sick. He's questionable. Kobe Jones out. We still got Alex Len out. Mm-hmm. So with all that being said, okay. <clears throat> Sasha's been getting more comfortable. Starting to gain the trust of Mike Brown. I think that young man is going to get a new career high today. Sixteen points. A get doubling back on a, <laughs> another career. Another career high okay. of sixteen points. Spicy. And he's going to be off the porch and biting fools' ankles tonight. Wow. Okay, I like it, Kyle. Our celebrity, <coughs> our celebrity dog picker. Can I get the the helmet like Bill Belichick on College Game Day on Saturday? Can we set that up? <laughs> we'll try. We'll try. All right. It's good to know that Malik Monk might not play because I might have gone with Malik Monk. And I'm then, here to help. I'm here to help. Thank you, Simone. I, w- I would have totally been thrown off. So, you know what? Brooklyn is uh, down a couple bigs, most notably Ben Simmons. Demonis Sabonis, triple-double tonight. 
Domas wow. is going to be my dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Domas like is Kyle's <gasps> dog. We are with that for sure. Let's see here. Manny Too Legit has Keegan. You start talking about moving. Now, here's the thing. Are we to the point? And if you haven't heard, if you're just now joining us, thank you for joining us. If you've been rocking with us, thank you for rocking with us. If you haven't heard, Sham Sharania put out an, an article via The Athletic today say, confirming that the Kings are in the mix for OG Ananobi and Pascal Siakam, one or the other. And we do have our own report on SacktownSports.com right now. That's right. So go check that out as well, as well as the Hawks and the Pacers. I know. Let's get into it more tomorrow with Chris Watkins. So that is why we are having this conversation. And Keegan Murray has been talked about because I don't personally think that a deal gets done without Keegan. He is probably the best in terms of age and realistic right realistic asset that the kings have so you know that's going to get spicy it's gonna get dicey so we will see what happens with that so keegan is going to go off tonight and what does that help does that help the trade situation did that just help the kings in general could go in a couple different ways personally i am going to go with Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to go with, I know, I'm I'm stalling here. I'm getting, out, you know, because it always happens. Do you just go the easy route or do you go a little bit, a little bit tougher? How and spicy you, you want to be today, Styles? Well, you're talking about the bigs, Kyle, and you make a good point. And I've, I've said him before, and I'm going to say him again. You know, a, a game like today that nobody's really talking about, This could be the fifth option Harrison Barnes game. It could be. Everybody is all right. We got the the Clippers coming up, right? A lot of big games coming up. This could be a game where HB goes, don't worry, guys. I'll take care of you. There you go. Harrison Barnes is, it was between Harrison and Trey Lyles, but I feel like I did Trey last week, so I'm going to go Harrison Barnes. I love it. There None of us go. went to Aaron Fox. How about that? Because it's too easy, I think. I guess, but he did put up a career high in fourth quarter points in the last game, which I feel like we shouldn't take for granted. No, yeah. Harrison, again, as if you're looking at Harrison as that fifth option offensively, I, I do think that you look at things quite differently. Scooter916 also says, my dog, Styles Files. I just said that, so... Scooter916 has HB as well. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Styles and Watkins was just Styles, but Simone, you did an outstanding job. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you very much. We will have Chris come back tomorrow, so that'll be great. Thank you to our guests, and they were all with us via the Folsom Lake Hotline, Folsom Lake Honda Hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop. You have the Drive Guys up next with Whitey Gleason and Kyle Draper on location, getting you ready for Nets Kings. Until next time, until tomorrow, secure the bag, light the beam.